Oh my gosh, guys, I'm back. I'm back and it feels so mother frigging good. Welcome back to Coffee with Danny. I can't believe, oh, I'm so sorry, it's been so long. If you don't watch my YouTube channel, you're probably thinking, where the hell has this bitch been? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I now find myself residing in New York City. <laughs> so I've had a few weeks of a break because as I just said, I've moved to New York and I started a new job and I moved abroad. Like I needed some time just to, oh my street. Welcome to New York guys. <laughs> I needed just a few weeks just to settle in and unpack and like get back into the swing of things. But welcome back to Coffee with Danny. And I think we're gonna start calling this season two now because it's been a few weeks. We've had a really cool like pilot season. So welcome back to the show. Today I'm going to be sitting down with Jackie. Jackie is the owner of Melarish. I'm not going to say too much as always because I love hearing the founders describe their business and just breaking it down to you guys. So Jackie will tell you everything about Melarish. And this week I'm not catching up with one of my friends because number one logistics wise of being in a different country is, is just really really difficult and because number two I wanted to have a bit of a monologue. <laughs> I guess it's a monologue but just like a one-to-one -one catch up and just like a truthful conversation with you guys I just wanted to start by saying thank you the first few episodes that came out and the response was absolutely amazing if you're someone that reached out to me via email by tweet by Instagram DM thank you so much honestly I go on every week about how you should believe in yourself and believe in your own ideas and I don't want to come across as someone that's arrogant because number one I'm not and it is really really hard to just put yourself out there and just be like fuck it I don't care if this sinks or swims but I'm putting it out there and it's just been one of the most rewarding experiences receiving emails from so many people that are like oh my god I love the show like I've been so inspired listening to your show I'm gonna pursue this can I speak to you can we go for coffee I've heard your show and Honestly, I am still completely gobsmacked and just so, so, so thankful to everyone for reaching out and the continuous support. And even the people that message me asking, are you still doing the podcast now you're in New York? And I'm like, yes, I'm still doing it. I'm so sorry. I just had to just settle in quickly. But I'm back. I'm going to be back every week again. And thank you so much. Just honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so, so much. And we're going to get into the episode. This episode is amazing. I love Jackie's story. She, sorry Jackie to say this, but she is the eldest person <laughs> that I've interviewed on the show so far. But I really love her story and her journey to creating Melarish. And I think it's really important that not only I highlight really cool young people that are starting their own businesses, but the concept of the show is to highlight people that are in control of their shit and how she became in control of her shit is something that I really wanted to talk about and highlight with you guys. So I hope you enjoy it. Please email me. I love reading your email. Send me a tweet. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, you should also follow the show. The show is at coffeewithdanny underscore, but if you wanna follow me personally on Instagram, I'm at Mission Worldy. That's my blog name, that's my YouTube channel. I upload weekly vlogs, which are now New York weekly vlogs, and I do everything Snapchat, Instagram, Instagram stories now that Instagram is hacking Snapchat's absolute business idea, but yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking now, but 
just thank you so much and I really hope you enjoy the rest of this episode and I look forward to speaking to you guys again every week once a week and I've missed it so much it feels so good to be home arrange a time to meet and sit down just to talk watch your schedule Thursday sound cool something super casual yeah yeah go for a coffee take you for a drink Let's go for a meal. So today I am sitting down with Jackie. Jackie is the founder, CEO, creator, all that jazz of Melorish. Um, if you haven't heard of Melorish, I'm just going to pass over to Jackie now so she can give you guys like a quick intro. So welcome to the show, Jackie. Thank you for having me, Danny. No, um, yeah, so I am the founder of Melorish. We are a new online-based beauty retail store for women of color and. We will be stocking primarily makeup and skincare brands that embrace diversity, which to me means brands that are manufacturing foundations in a variety of shades and colors for women with darker skin tones and skincare brands that are developing products that cater to some of the concerns that are more common amongst women of color. So things like hyper dealing with hyperpigmentation or oily skin and acne, things that concerns that are more common amongst women that have melanin-rich skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a platform that's needed in the UK, especially when I traveled to the US last November. I could not believe how many products were available, especially just in a drugstore. Right. That obviously, I never heard of, never seen that right. was specific for people, women of color. And I was like, this is insane. Like, why right. do we not have all of this here? <laughs> I know. So I, as your listeners can probably tell, I'm American. I've been here in London for seven years now. And to be honest, I used to do all of my beauty shopping from the States. I would surprised. go back there and I, I lived in New York for a number, number of years from Long Island. And so, yeah, I would just stock up on everything I needed from like Walgreens and Sephora (laughs) (laughs) and um, really it wasn't until last year I I don't go back as often now and started to like I needed to shop here in London yeah and it was extremely difficult finding just foundation there were very few options in boots very few options in super drug Um, I went to Selfridges and didn't have a great experience there 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 were options but I didn't I wasn't made to feel comfortable didn't seem like the the lady at the sales counter wanted to serve me she had to like find my shades in like the bottom of the drawer and like it was horrible and so something I always see on Twitter girls of color complaining that they've been to like say Mac or Selfridges to get a color match and just being treated like second-class citizens basically exactly they don't want to spend the time like yeah it does take a little bit longer to color match because the brand that you work for hasn't got a wide enough range to meet our skin tone so Mm -hmm. unfortunately you're gonna spend a little bit longer with me but I'm going to part with my money, so we're both getting paid, so what's the issue? But they just, yeah, it's just this culture of not wanting to give the time, being treated like second-class citizens, and exactly. people just fed up with it. Completely. Yeah, I mean, a big part as well for me in developing this business is I'm very passionate about women's empowerment and empowering like the black community yeah. specifically. And I was tired of just watching us spend so much money and give it over to other people who don't care about us effectively. Um, There's a lot of um, shops that are in um, communities of color that are owned by people who are there to take advantage of us, frankly. So, you know, for me, I had 
when I started this journey to entrepreneurship, I was already looking at what I could do for black women um, in particular to empower, empower us, encourage us. Yeah. Um, I'm very passionate about entrepreneurship. And for me, that means it's more of a mon- mindset, not necessarily even, you know, starting your own business, but a way of thinking um, about building your own. And to me, that can be, you know, you can you can have that mindset while working for someone else. Okay, and 100%. I, it was a bit of a journey and, and I, I settled on this concept because as you said, it's something that we complain about often. And I just felt like in particular beauty for women, it's so important. It's something, you know, you go shop for makeup because you want to feel beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. You don't want to go into a store and have made, like you said, feel like a second class citizen. So for me, it just felt like this platform um, or the Mel Reach platform could be just a really great, great way to help other women just feel great about themselves 100 percent. so let's backtrack okay (laughs) i feel like we've just like jumped the gun massively but let's backtrack so can you just tell us a bit about your background so like like your career progression since university what you've done to get you to here Here today today, um it's been a very long journey actually (laughs) and it's a bit of a convoluted not convoluted but not a typical um, beauty background, I, not a beauty background at all. So I went to uni, yeah. <laughs> college as we call it in college. the States. Um, <laughs> I got my bachelor's in engineering, actually, engineering management systems, wow, which okay. is a form of industrial engineering um, at Columbia in New York City. Nice. And then I stayed there and then decided that I didn't want to do engineering. So I worked in corporate finance <laughs> well, for a number go. of years um, because I, effectively I was always told that I was good at numbers which well, I was and no denying if you're an engineer. So <laughs> I was like, okay, so I'll go into like, you know, some sort of engineering field and then didn't really enjoy the engineering. And so, but everyone was going into finance in New York and Manhattan. So I said, Oh, let me oh, yeah. jump on that as well. Um, I did that for three years and then um, went to grad school and I got my MBA and I also received a law degree. And at that time, the, it was around the financial downturn and, okay. um, I really say that jobs in the legal field were a bit safer. And so I ended up pursuing that, even though that really wasn't in my mindset. When I went to grad school, I was going to get, I decided to um, receive a legal degree mainly because I just thought it was great to add to my educational experience. Education is something that people have always said is really important. I had this opportunity to get a dual degree. I just hopped on it. But yeah, then once I started, I did a complete 180 and decided to pursue a legal career. That eventually brought me to London. When I graduated, um, I said, you know what? I don't want to move back to New York. I did my grad degree in Chicago. had a really great time there and decided I want to experience the world a bit more. So I just, no friends, family in London, you know, just packed up and moved over here. Why the hell not? Yeah. (laughs) And, um, And so the law firm that I worked for, they were really great about that. I worked in... Um, corporate law here in London, okay. serving private equity clients. So a very, very corporate financial yeah. um, background there. Did that for five years. And at the end of that time period, just was actually super unhappy. <laughs> I laugh about it, which, but it was not a laughing matter at the time. I um, had my daughter within that five years, got married um, to my British husband. And yeah, it, I realized that I had taken all of these twists and turns in life and, and had never really sat down and thought about, yeah. you know, where am I going? Why am I making these decisions? And, you know, especially now being a mom, being a wife and, you know, my most of my network was is still in America and just 
also I think feeling a bit lonely here and just questioning just questioning who I was and my yeah. own identity um, and for me I realized a lot of it was a bit racial and that I was very used to being in safe spaces and I had never found a safe space here when I yeah. say safe spaces I specifically talking about safe spaces filled with women of color because I am someone you know I, I have my own self-esteem issues and and I deal with anxiety and I've I've felt like a lot of the trigger points for that has happened in non-safe spaces yeah. and I um yeah and so upon realizing a lot of these things and just being unhappy unhappy and facing dealing with a lot of anxiety I just decided it was time for me to quit and I, as I say, pursue happiness, yes. <laughs> really. And so for me, that meant, like, as I said in the beginning of the, sh the podcast, was um, pursuing just things around creating safe space for others. So, like I said, empowering women, but not just empowering women. I don't know, something about, like, creating a community. So I started attending yeah. a lot of networking events, just just meeting just more women of color doing different things because I hadn't done that in the five, six years I'd been in London. And it was just amazing for me. And that's the part that I have loved most about this journey is just connecting with so many amazing, smart, beautiful, like black women. And that's how I knew that I was on the right path. Like 100%. things started to feel good. Yeah. Like I no longer felt, you know, like I, I'm excited to get up in the morning. Like it, it was yes. easy for me to wake up today <laughs> and meet with you, you know, so Yay. early when, you know, a year or so ago, I would not have wanted to get out of bed. Yeah. So that's how I know I'm like on the right path. And as long as things start, keep continue to feel great, then yeah, that's it's all it. So I just want to ask you quickly a few questions about Melorish. So you guys are launching in around August of this year. Around late August. Okay. Yeah. So let's just talk about the initial trigger points. So when you first had the idea, so how did you first come up with the concept of the platform of Melorish? So interestingly enough, this started more as a social enterprise idea. Okay. I, um, it really started, I got the idea, I don't remember how it came to me specifically, but I wanted to train either women ex-offenders or vulnerable women okay. in makeup artistry, sort of as a path to self-employment so that they could have their own careers and, nice. um, you know, like I said, learn about entrepreneurship skills and, and once again, I think beauty is really great because it gets you involved in the community. Definitely. And um, yeah, I just thought that would be a really cool program to implement to really help women the vulnerable and ex-offenders particularly they may be dealing with issues of self-acceptance or shame around their past yeah. or their current um, problems and I, because that's something that's I haven't had that per experience in particular but I know what it feels like to have the shame or to 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 um, be so vulnerable and not know how to talk about yeah. sort of like things that have happened in your past and I, I am by no, I've not perfect and I haven't figured everything out, but I wanted to help these women. It's like create really their just, own path. Yeah, create their own path and really come to a place of self-acceptance as well. Exactly. And like just accepting all of them and oh being yes. empowered at the same time. I was really networking around, around that idea. And at the, at the time I was thinking, okay, it'd be really cool to have a business that I could have on the back of the program yeah. to fund the program effectively to be a social enterprise not dependent upon charity or government yeah. support and then as I started to work on the business things just took off there <laughs> and but I haven't forgot about my social aims and so that's definitely part of my vision and mission is to go back to that and start yeah. um, developing that program but it's just been hard for me to focus on both at the same time oh and, gotcha. and because 
developing, the more um, the business concept had started to just accelerate. I just said, okay, I'm going to focus on this aspect now. Using the profits of Melorish for good is something that is really important to me and that's that's a core part of our vision so so cool so you started with the main concept that Mm. obviously you wanted to be helping people that have had like troubled past vulnerable women so would you say the progression towards being an online platform as well was a natural progression or was it a conscious it wasn't natural natural in the sense of I think as an entrepreneur as a business owner you have to be very flexible yeah so this started I had extremely grand visions <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be on the high street I was going to do all these things I'd be oh having yes. these events it would be amazing and then I realized okay I actually don't have the money for all of yeah. that and so one advice I have for people starting out is, is keep your vision know what the end goal is but know that it may take you know you need to take little steps to get yeah. there which is important it's not it doesn't mean that you know you're not being successful it's really important to test out what you're doing in phases yeah 100%. um to lead up to the vision because i think it helps you, you start you, you learn and you learn more about your customers you learn about more about the people you're trying to help so that um you know you don't go out there and just do the wrong thing initially and you yeah. probably end up saving money in the long term that's so so important especially the whole taking steps because we all have these like grand visions of what we mm. want to achieve, but that's an overall goal. You can't just like start big and <laughs> yeah. yeah, financially, it's impossible. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, you, if you have, you know, all the money, then go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say were like your main limitations when starting? Well, you're in the process now, I guess. Yeah, so we're still definitely so in heavy startup yeah. phase. I think the main limitations have been funding yeah. <laughs> for most. I think for most businesses, capital um, yeah. is the biggest issue. And, you know, there's, I'm not an expert on on fundraising, but there are different ways you can think about how to um, get around that. Starting online for me was one of the, um, one of the ways to, that has helped me get to the point of launching. Yeah, definitely. In um, such a short period of time. I think another challenge I faced was really just trusting myself and trusting my own, like I said, my own vision and my own gut. Because building a business like it really is your baby I'm a mother so I don't <laughs> say this lightly like it is your baby yeah, <laughs> you know definitely. you only you that's only you know you know what your um I don't know like what your aim is or what your I keep saying vision but what I think it's just an appropriate word what the vision yeah. is because you know there will be competition it's why like now like it, I'm not even concerned really with like competitors or if I see someone doing something similar like that doesn't even phase me because I know that what I'm bringing to the table and it took me a while to get here yeah you know I know like I know what my passion is and how I want the message I want to bring and what I want to bring out with my brand and if someone else actually wants to bring out the same message great because I think my message is awesome (laughs) um so the more the merrier there but I think for black women in particular I think sometimes navigating in what I consider to be a white Western world. Yeah. Um, you can deal with a lot of fear, deal with a lot of anxiety, deal with a lot of questioning, like, do I belong? Is this right? Yeah. And um, it took me a while to start letting all that go. Yeah, 100%. And once, once I did, it's, and I, uh, I'd say maybe like a month ago, I started to let it go. Yeah. Things just became even clearer. It's so true. And I think that, the whole just like believing in your idea is it's so difficult to do but, but the moment when you start believing in it things start to happen yeah things really start to happen when you can speak comfortably to people and be like this is my business this is my idea 
and it's going to kick ass. Yeah, no. When people <laughs> that's when say other people speak start to believe in it. That whole well. phrase about the concept about speaking truth to power. Yeah. It's so real. It's like so, so you important. do have to speak as if you believe because it just makes a difference. Did you always know you wanted to like own your own business? No. <laughs> this came, I had to like get to a point of just being so unhappy and I decided, you know, because I tried so many different things. I was like, you know, I just have to do what I want to do. Yeah. It was more out of, um, I don't want to say without a force, because I do, I also feel very lucky yeah. to be able to um, pursue my own business because I'm working on this full time. I'm very aware that a lot of people don't have the luxury of just quitting their job to work on uh, something full time. Yeah, so, so, lu- so and, lucky. And um, especially since I didn't have dreams of being an entrepreneur growing up, like I, I was one of the like people like on that I say like a conveyor belt you know yeah, the corporate it was path exactly 100%. go to college get your degree go work at a firm or company go back to grad school you know go back and work at another company <laughs> and then get promoted and you know become partner and all that jazz and yeah I, I really when I realized that it wasn't for me it was a bit of like a panic mode yeah okay what do I do now the reason why I don't have any regrets is because I learned so many valuable lessons. Working at a law firm, the work ethic that you need is immense. (laughs) And I don't think I would have that work ethic without without having gone through that environment. To me, working, getting up and just working morning to night, I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to do it for someone else. So to do it for me isn't an issue. Yeah, it's so good. It's the best feeling. Do you have any kind of like mentors or like go-to people that are like helping you at the moment or? You know, um, this is something I struggle with and I think it's something that you definitely need to have. Yeah. It's really, um, I think it really helps. I would say the person that has supported me the, the most, this is going to sound a bit cheesy, <laughs> no, <laughs> my husband. Fine. That's fine. That's good. Thank God he's supporting you. Yeah, I mean, because he's not like a business mentor. He's a doctor. And so he's a bit of a different mindset. But like, I think because he knows me so well, he and he's seen me through like this journey of being so unhappy that because he he, sometimes he just knows what to say to motivate me and to encourage me. So even though he doesn't have that particular like experience yeah, or, expertise does, or yeah expertise and may not be able to you know advise like oh this is what I think you should do marketing wise yeah but because he knows my vision he can honestly like he'll give me <laughs> it sounds silly but you know he'll be reading something like oh this kind of sounds exactly what you were talking about and it's something like an article or just yeah. someone you know something you will have heard and I'm like that is so on point like how do like and it's almost amazing because just because he gets it like yeah. he's able to just support me in that way um and it's just been really um really helpful for me but I don't have I I wouldn't say I have an actual business mentor but I'm looking yeah (laughs) if anyone's listening exactly (laughs) so have you got any advice you'd give to anyone that wants to start their own business um yes I think my two main pieces of advice and I've touched on them already one is believing and trusting in yourself yeah because I think that can't be like overstated knowing where you want to go and holding like whether that means you need to do your own vision board or just write things down yeah. when as you're making decisions go back to what you said was your original aim what your original vision what your original mission was and make sure everything you're doing is aligned to that and like just hold hold on to that very strongly um i think the next thing is 
really just work hard. Like don't, once, yes. don't underestimate the amount of work it like required to set up a business. And one thing I say as well is like, even if someone has like better ideas, they're not going to outwork me. Yeah. They're not going to be like, if I fail, it won't be because I didn't work hard enough. Yeah. Like I, I think you do need to put your like blood, sweat and tears. It's like a, it's like a child, you yeah, know, it's 100%. like you, the amount of care, the amount of tension required, it's not easy and you have to be ready to, to give it your all. Um, and I mean, just like with a child, it could, you know, could work out very well and <laughs> they could, you know, or they could fall a bit wayward. Yeah. But as long as you're, you know, that you've done what you needed to do to put it in, in so place, valuable. you can sleep well at night. So definitely. Yeah. So one last question I wanted to ask you, um, do you have any like books, websites, podcasts or anything that you like go to for like inspiration or to like motivate you? Like what do you have any go to platforms for inspiration? I really just like to read stories of of other women that have made it yeah and so I find those on the web like I just through different articles that are being shared a few books I have found useful um, there's a book called the lean startup okay I don't know if you've read that one there's another book called feel the fear and do it anyway okay I've heard of that one yeah that one's helpful for me like as someone dealing with anxiety and like yeah. I said really giving advice on just like how it says like fear is just a part of person your personality oh and God, yeah. you really can't get rid of it and for me I've found that I'm not really into meditation there's a bit of like meditating and like affirmations yeah. and stuff like that that they speak to putting myself in the spaces to encourage me to take more risks yeah. have been so vital so that I can um yeah get outside my comfort zone because if you don't go outside your comfort zone you're not growing um, but I would recommend that book is for giving ideas on how to um overcome so any of your fears whether it's public speaking or just any difficulties or anxieties yeah. you may be dealing with that's really good I'm actually going to give that one a read so do you have any like life mottos or like mantras you know like just like quotes or sayings that you like to live by and this is such a random question oh but that I is I mean a few come to mind actually there's <laughs> the first one that came to mind was a Jay-Z quote yes <laughs> what you eat don't make me shit <laughs> Because I thought that was so relevant that's, to my life. That, that's a Wait, because it's true. Like, so a lot of people worried about what the next person is doing. But, Why? like, they have a different <laughs> journey. They're, they're, it's yeah. not you. Like, your path is your own path. And so, yeah, I used to like that quote a lot. <laughs> that's a really good one, actually. A really um, good one. I don't even know what song it's from. And what other quotes? I'm sure I could think of more, but now I'm on the spot. <laughs> I'll email I like you that Jay-Z one. I'm <laughs> going to run with that one. <laughs> so now we're going to go into the quickfire round. So I do this every week. I ask everyone the same questions. Oh they're just no. really random questions. Oh, my goodness. They're I'm pretty scared. Cool. No, don't worry. <laughs> so the first question is, if you could invite three people for dinner, dead or alive, who would you invite? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Michelle Obama. Yes. Um, Queen. Dead or alive. Oh my God, I have to say Jesus, right? <laughs> Jesus can come. He is welcome to the table. Still, yeah, I mean, I'd have, to, I'd have to know the answers. <laughs> and who's, let me think of a good third person. Um, I don't want to say Oprah because then I feel like Oprah, Michelle Obama, they'd probably say yeah. very similar things. I'd be like a waste of a way. Um, maybe, I don't know. I'm going to be like really cheesy, like Martin yeah. Luther King. Yeah, why the <laughs> hell not? I think that he'd probably be the first person I would invite. Yeah. So the second question is, 
which fictional character do you think closely aligns with your personality? So, let me explain quickly. So the first week I had this conversation with my friend and her answer just like still blows my mind. She was like, I feel like I'm similar to the little boy in Life of Pi. Have you seen that film or read the I book? I haven't. Okay, no. so it's basically this little boy that gets like stranded on a boat and all these really bad things happen to him. Like there's a tiger on the boat. It's a really good film actually, okay. you should watch it. Um, <laughs> and it's still like a really, really popular book. So she said she feels like this boy because she's just like the waves of the sea represent life and she's just on this boat just going through life and look, of course like bad things are going to happen every now and then arise but she's still just like riding this wave for the end Ooh, goal that's a good one can yeah, i can that i was, steal like, that amazing no <laughs> <laughs> and i said i kind of feel like nemo in finding nemo because it's okay. the same similar concept you're just kind of like just swimming around <laughs> just going <laughs> there's always an end goal like yeah. he wants to find his dad but most mm. of like random things happen. You meet really cool people along the way. Some of them are to stay. Some of them are for a season. Mm. But it's just that. You're just going along. And one of the other girls said that she feels like the dog from Family Guy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> because he's really organized. He pretends he knows everything, but he really knows nothing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have no idea. Come on. You must read stories to your daughter. <laughs> I do. I, I do read a lot of stories. Um... A lot of Disney stories. Don't judge me. No, it's fine. <laughs> you're but lucky. You're still in the fiction world. I, I guess feel like I don't read enough fiction. Yeah. The um, the character that came to mind immediately was Daria from, oh my gosh, this is probably before your time. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm like, who is The cartoon character? I can't even remember the name of the show now. No. But um, <laughs> no, the name of the show was Daria. It was oh, an MTV okay. cartoon. Oh my, uh, you're making me feel so I'm old so right sorry. now. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Story, yeah. Oh, that's so hilarious. Yeah, so she, uh, the, she was in the, um, in the cartoon. She was just this um, teenager in high school. Okay. And she just had this very dry, like, wit about her. Okay. And so in her high school, there was, you know, the different, like, popularity, like the, um, like the jocks and yeah. the cheerleaders and just all different, like, typical American high school. Yeah. <laughs> and her approach was just to be very sarcastic to like whatever I don't care what you're doing and oh, and she, it was just really hilarious and like her best friend um, I can't remember the name of the best friend but if you can just like Google yeah. a few clips of the of Daria they were even talking about or maybe this was um, a bit of a parody they were talking about making like a Daria film oh okay um, but I think that doesn't represent my life, but when I think about personality yeah. and how I approach things and how I was in high school, that kind of just spoke to me. Like, that's what I, that's the character I, I like thought of first. One. I'm going to research <laughs> her. So the final question is, if you knew tomorrow was going to be the final day. Oh my God, that's so morbid. I know. You're not allowed <laughs> to tell anyone that the world's going to end. You've got an unlimited budget. You can do whatever you want. What would you do? I'd get my family together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd get them all together. Yeah. Where would you go? Would, they, would you bring them here? Would you go um, there? Whatever was easiest and most efficient, like, to, to work the quickest, to yeah. like just get everyone together and so we could be... That's so nice. For those last moments. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you so much for coming on the show. Do you just want to say about your social handles, like, where people can find yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So, um, our website is www.mellarich.com. That's M-E-L-A-R-I-C-H-E. And our Twitter handle is Mellorish Beauty. Okay. On Instagram, we're Mellorish. And um, if you have any questions, you can email me directly at info at um, If you have 
get in touch with me about anything. Yeah. I'm open to chatting or if you just want to talk about makeup, beauty, <laughs> whatever. Just a general chit-chat. Just, just hit Jackie up. It's fine. <laughs> so there's going to be a write-up over on coffeewithdanny.com if you want more information about Melorish. But of course, yeah, do feel free to drop Jackie a line and just get in touch because it's going to be an amazing platform with everything for everyone, which is amazing so. oh. <laughs> well we're catering to women of color at first so everyone that is everyone <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on you had amazing insight thank really you so much for having it. me no, it's absolutely fine and that's it once again a massive thank you to jackie for joining me on the show i absolutely love her story from someone that took a really corporate career and then has just turned it around and just got in control of their own shit that to me is so so inspiring so thank you so much jackie i'm so excited for the launch of melorish it's gonna be an amazing platform thank you guys once again for listening please 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 don't forget to hit us up on social media give us a cheeky follow it's at coffee with danny underscore on twitter at coffee with danny on instagram and i'm at mission worldy on everything and again a massive thank you to adam totney for our amazing cover art and khalil for our sexy soundtrack i will see you guys next week thank you so much bye bye